What should you have, or maybe, more importantly, what should you not have on your church website? Next on the Church Solutions Podcast. It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome to another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And I'm Mike Gray. This is our fifth time trying to record this this morning. Take five. (laughs) They missed me falling out of my chair. It was the best part of the morning. Yeah, we've had internet failures, forgot to record, uh, just uh, all sorts of comedy of errors, which I'm primarily responsible for. So this is episode, I think, 324, and uh, we're glad that you are with us today. This is brought to you by MyChurchDaily.com. You can connect on Echo devices, Amazon Echo devices, uh, Alexa devices. You can do a flash briefing every day if you want to connect to your church members and your people. Just go to MyChurchDaily.com, check it out. Uh, it's brought to you. Uh, this is why we do this. Well, it's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why we do this, but that's one of the reasons we do that to help churches reach people. So uh, today we're going to talk about prioritizing your website. And the reason we're going to do this today, we're going to do a webinar on March 15th. And we'll tell you more about that. It's March 15th. It's going to be 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Uh, The name of the webinar is uh, Michael Gray. What's the name again of our webinar? Four Easy Steps to Leverage Your Live Stream for Ministry Growth. Four Easy Steps to Leverage Your... It took us three hours to come up with that title, but all right. I know. know. All right. And it's overly wordy. (laughs) That is. Maybe we need to change it again. So we'll tell you more about that. But today we thought we would talk a little bit about prioritizing your website. And because there's some really important things that you should have on your website and probably some things you shouldn't have on your website. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, I've got some notes here, which I think the guys basically tore apart and said they're worthless. Uh, but uh, I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let Michael probably kind of begin to lead us. There are some important things, and very quickly, uh, you know, like responsive designs important. You know, that's not really what we're going to talk about. But you really should have a responsive design, which means very important. It shows up on mobile devices easily, and, and all that stuff. Okay, uh, you should have a primary focal focal point on your website. We'll talk really a lot about that. Uh, you should probably not have stock photos on your website. You should, you should have real people from your church. If you're going to have photos on your website and we might talk a little bit about the slideshow and why the slideshow is overused today and why you should have some things that connect people and not just have slideshows with just information. So, so Michael, uh, I'm guessing that where we're going right now in the next 26 minutes or so will be the primary focal point of your website. Uh, talk a little bit about that, and we'll just jump in and you know give our two cents. Yeah, well, I like it. I liken it to a, a lot of different pieces, but uh, if you've ever come to a website and Websites have improved, but some, let's say, call them government websites. You land on them and there's like 8 
thousand links and they're all in text and your eyes just go, you get overwhelmed immediately. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to click. You're looking for a thing. You can't find the thing. You came there for one specific reason and you get really frustrated and you leave, right? I mean, it's somewhere along the way. If you've been on the internet for a while, you've experienced that frustration. Sometimes church websites can be like that. (laughs) Yeah. 8,000 links for everything, for everybody. Uh, And because of that, it doesn't accomplish what the values, the highest values are for that ministry. Uh, Like barking dogs. Yeah, those are important. And uh, (laughs) so in this modern age, a great website is clean, simple. It doesn't have barking dogs. (laughs) And it doesn't have an obnoxious autoplay video on it. Uh, Uh, But most importantly. No music playing um, automatically, too. Yeah, and then n- nothing playing automatically. Yeah. Most web browsers defeat that automatically because nobody wants that. You got headphones on, suddenly it's blaring and your ears are bleeding. That re- Nothing will make me leave a website quicker <laughs> than yeah. some of those things. But, but on the plus side of things, I think this is the greatest opportunity for church websites that there is. And that is to, to decide what's most important to the people that are coming to my website to find out about us. What one most important thing is it that people are looking for? And there's a few. Uh, you can look online, Google this. Uh, many people have spoken about it. People want to know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> they want to know what time your services are. Uh, they, they would like to know what you believe, but more so than that, typically they would like to see a recording of your service to see if it fits them, if it's their style. Everybody has a different style. There's no right style and wrong style. There's just a variety. It's 30 wonderful flavors, 31 wonderful, oh, however you say that. 64 uh, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, there's 64 wonderful flavors. And and they're all great, but if you don't show somebody those and make it easy for people to find those few things they're looking for, then you could consider that a net fail. You can say, I want people to do, I want people to sign up for life groups uh, or, or Bible study groups. And that's all I want to say. Well, when somebody comes to your church and they want to know those few few things, are they ready to sign up for a Bible study? Would you guys go to a new church website and immediately sign up for a Bible study? One, one of the, this reminds me of, this was actually pre-web days, but I worked with a guy for a long time and he was telling me about the most comfortable time in his, uncomfortable time in his life. And it was going to a church service. He said he caught, he found himself in the church service that was very charismatic and he was kind of new to to the faith and was completely just so uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. this was prior, I think just prior to the web coming out, this was a long time ago. And, uh, and had there been a website for that church, there could have been 
if you follow just what you said, where are you? What are your services? And then what is it like? Is it going to be, is it going to, you know, you talked about, is it going to be weird for me or is it someplace where I'm going to, you know, fit in and, and relate to? Yeah. I don't want to have to yeah. spend a Sunday yeah. in an environment that's not going to work for me long-term where I would know within a minute, you know, of looking at a video or joining a live service online, whether it's a good fit or not. So, yeah. Yeah. And so thousands of people, would see that charismatic service and say, wow, this is just for me. This is my lane. This is what I love. This is perfect for me. But for him, he had a different perspective and a different flavor and a different vibe. And it wasn't for him, but he didn't know until he walked in the door. So now he's like, ah, I'm not church shopping anymore. This is not for me, man. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's the church. You know, the website has become the the really good sign in front of the church it's it's an outreach tool to draw people into the church right it's just a really good way to do that and so you yeah, want to absolutely I, so if your priority is to bring more people to your ministry i completely agree with you about those you know where are you what time and and what's it going to be like so the the there's a couple of primary ways to show what's it going to be like what what are those well, obviously, because we're in the world, we realize that if people can watch your service live, you know, it, it, at home with their bunny slippers on or in the office or wherever they're at, they get a good, good idea uh, as to what your services are like. And then if they're watching during the week, which many people do, they're looking in during the week, if you have recorded service or archive services, Again, you give a constant display of the kind of services that you do so that people who like what you do can find you and then come in your door. Yeah, we have the benefit, you know, every Sunday of dropping in on dozens, hundreds of different churches. And so I'm, you know, I'm watching what's going on Sunday morning, dropping in on different churches and I can hear my wife in the background talking about this church or that church and you get a good feel for, for what, you know, what it's like, whether the, what the worship music's like, what the message is like, and you, you can instantly get a taste of what's going on. Yeah. Well, we drop Absolutely. in, just to clarify for maybe our new viewers and new listeners to the podcast. The reason we drop in on lots of churches on the weekends is because we do streaming video. That's our, and they, they use us. Uh, and so we, we drop in to make sure everything's going okay and all that, but, but let's talk for a moment about finding that because Michael, you alluded to that at the beginning of the podcast. I mean, I've gone <laughs> to lots of church websites to look for their stream or yes. look something, and it's like, where's it at? I can't find it. I know they're <laughs> using our company to stream and, and I don't, I'm not trying to make them feel bad or put down, but come on guys. Uh, you know, I, I know they're using us to stream. So where are they? <laughs> it's like, where's the link? Where's the video? I can't find it. And, and, and so talk about that for a, a moment or so, Michael, because it, what good is it if people can't find it? Right. Uh, highly successful companies, organizations, ministries, whatever you may be, have very simple websites. And that's one click easy to get to what's important to the person who's visiting your website. Again, you may want them to do X, Y, and Z, join a group, join this, do this, do this, do this, but they just want to see what your service is like. And so if they have to dig three, 
four layers deep and clicks to get to the stream, they're going to give up and go find somebody else because they're already gone. And this is too difficult. The barrier to entry on this website is too hard. I'm, I'll, I'll find somebody else because somebody else is streaming and I'll be able to find this easier. So, so should they put the platform, and uh, this is a loaded question, but yeah. so you're saying there should be an easy, like click here to go live or click here to watch live or click here for the archive yeah. should be very. Uh, now, one of the things I find some churches do, which I think is kind of the extreme, the opposite end of the spectrum is they'll put the, you know, we have a streaming platform. We have a streaming video chat platform. Some of them will put it right on the home page. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like that. I, I like just a nice big image or something uh, because then I think it's, it skews people's numbers because everybody goes to, to the homepage and if, <laughs> if they go to the, you know, pl- if the platform's on that and it's on that one page they go to, uh, to me, that kind of screws up your analytics. Yeah. It, right? it tweaks right. your metrics a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but I wouldn't consider it a giant fail. Just you're going to have to realize your analytics are going to be a little wonky because everybody comes there. But if that's the one thing you wanted people to do, I'd say that's a thumbs up win. Okay. Uh, but let's say you don't want to do that. Uh, redundancy is really, really important in web pages. So if you want people to get to your recording and or your live stream, you should have a button somewhere in the page. It should be in the menu structure somewhere. And maybe even in a footer, or in our case, we offer an embeddable countdown timer that's also clickable uh, that will allow you to go right to the stream from that countdown timer. So you could put three things on a website and people go, oh, that's so overwhelming. I promise you it's not if you space it out well. Because when people think about this, when you go to a website, and, and we, pra- we actually tried this a week ago with my family. I, I had a website up on screen and I had everybody look at, at it and I asked them to tell me the first thing they noticed on the screen. I got four different answers. So somebody looked top right, somebody looked top left, somebody was looking in the middle of things and, and all, all, all three and... and my, my eyes are trained to look top right first. Um, and that's where most people look first. Some people read left to right and only look left to right. So redundancy is not a bad thing. Just make it look different. Don't put three red buttons <laughs> in all the hot spots on a web page. Yeah, I think of our, you know, our company site, we kind of follow these policies as most other company sites do, you know, our one most important thing that we'd like to see is people to create a free trial. You know, they don't have to commit to us, but just create a free trial. So we've got a different colored button and it's up at the top Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. redundant so that you can scroll down the page. You can also create a free trial. So, you know, from a ministry, if it's, you know, your archives or, or whatever piece of information that you want to prioritize on your site, which you recommended, you know, when do we, when do we meet, where are we, and what's it going to be like? Those are, I think, in, and we're going to go through the list, I think, of those that would, uh, others can choose from to maybe prioritize up there as well. So, isolating those items and then removing the clutter. 
just making just mm-hmm. the really simple yeah. um, is I think good advice. If you, if you organize a website via committee, you're going to get a government website with 8,000 links because everybody's, right. everybody's pet group, everybody's pet ministry is the most important thing to them. Uh, and the dilemma with that is when you add all of that and there's so much clutter that people can't wade through it, then you get no activity from people. They click nothing. They just leave your website. Uh, it's kind of like a church announcements. I, there's always, there always yes. a church announcement battle, yes. right? The announcements yes. uh, in the middle, you know, after the worship, whatever, and everybody wants their, their, their deal announced, you know, and yeah. uh, all you get is a bunch of. So, so curating is a really important thing yeah. going through and saying, we're going to move this item into the back display hall. And these are the things that we're going to prioritize and, 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 but cause you're going to have more stuff that's taken off the list than, than, you know, the, the lazy approach is, well, we'll just put it all there. And then it yeah. creates the big mess that you talk yes. about. So, and then you get no conversions. And I mean that yeah. in every redundant way you could mean. <laughs> yeah. Conversions are people click something to, to take a next step on your website as well as in faith. But uh, nobody's taking a step because they're so overwhelmed that, that, that with their senses, their visual senses are so overwhelmed that they're just like, ah, it's not worth it. I'm not waiting around. And so, imagine if they're on a mobile device, which compounds it like times right. 10, then they're just like, Ugh, so, I'm not doing this. So I'm thinking that that curator role, if it doesn't, if you're lazy, you don't have that role and you get everything in there. But um, so it's prioritizing thing. I'm, I'm just envisioning here that that curator is probably a combination of the senior leader and your design person. Right. Would that probably be the, the right place to, yeah, they get the final vote to say, okay, the homepage is yep. going to have this, this, and this, and the design guys are going to say, well, that's one too many when you get rid of something or. Yep. I can't tell you how many times I've fought that battle in rebuilding a church website and everybody wants their pet ministry. And, and we're not saying you can't have it, but you could have that somewhere in the menus in a drop down menu system that says, click here for, for, for all the ministries that would take you to a ministry page that's neatly put together and everybody can find their thing there right. uh, versus homepage out in front, in front of the couple who's saying, Hey, let's find a church near our house. And do they have childcare and what time are their services? And What's yeah. the church like? So they're asking those questions. Those are the questions everyone asks on your website. And if they can't find them or get to them, then we failed. Right. So there's some other things to consider as well. And you mentioned kind of one of them that's also probably near the list is what, you know, what's there for my kids. Mm-hmm, um, is mm-hmm. there, I've got a baby or a toddler, or I've got a teenager or I got a, you know, whatever that's probably not in the top three or top four, but that's probably another one that, that would be up there. This, it, um, it just, 
It depends, Steve. I think uh, if you want kids to come to your church, if you don't I, want kids coming to your church, just don't put anything on the website <laughs> and you'll succeed. <laughs> you will succeed at that. Yeah. But if you want them to come, mom and dad want to know, uh, we have so many couples that one or the other that will, will actually watch services. They will come to a service and then they'll talk to somebody about what's available for their kids before they bring the kids in the door because they're protective of their kids and they want to know what the deal is and how this works and are my kids going to be safe and are they going to be cared for and if we can't provide those assurances then they're going to find somebody who will right yeah i i can attest to that because uh when i was uh, starting a church in kansas of all places i used a my flock site and uh, one of the things we, we wanted to reach young families. And so I did have on the homepage, like our children's ministry or something. Mm-hmm. And would mm-hmm. you believe four years later, I had over 200 people coming to the church who started basically with four families. Of those 200 people, 82 of them were kids six and under. Yeah. yeah. We were overwhelmed. That's very intentional. We were uh, overwhelmed. Job. It was just, That's great. It, it was insane. It was actually too much. I mean, it was just crazy, but so, yeah. yeah so it's definitely hard to manage, yeah, but it's just kids, but mission ever, accomplished, you know? Yeah. If, if you want kids, you got to explain things and, and, and don't hear me say that you need to explain it on, on your uh, homepage. You just need to say kids ministry yeah. and parents will find that and they'll click it and they'll go there and uh, they'll find out what you have going on, but you can't make that the thing to override them seeing your service. And uh, in our church service, they actually archive the kids' presentation, not the kids. You can't see the kids, but you can see the presentation that's being delivered to your kids. So they get a taste of what's going to happen for my kids. Uh, and that my kids are very safe, and they also get a flavor from the archive as to what the adult service is like, what the youth service is like, what the kids service is like, so, the, so they can experience it. Go ahead, Steve. I was so the next area would be the um, it's kind of related. There's you know, we talked about an I'm new area. That's that's I think once I've. I found out when you are, where you are, what you're like, yes, yeah, might be a good fit for me. The, the I'm new would be the kind of a, um, where do I, you know, how do things work or what, what do I wear yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know how many of you guys, it's probably most of the folks listening to the podcast, it's probably been a long time since they were a guest at a church. Uh, we forget what that feels like. It's really uncomfortable. The unknown. I don't know how long your service is going to last. I don't know what the service is going to be like. I don't. You mentioned it, Steve. What am I going to wear? Is, is this a suit and tie church, or is this something else? What? You know, I don't want to. I don't want to stand out and be wearing the wrong thing. That's a big deal for people who are guests. So the more of that you can explain on a I'm new here page, um, I think it really relieves some of those tensions that people feel when they go. Yeah. Oh, and man. some of the, you'll get hints from 
watching the archives or viewing the live service of what, you know, what that's about, but that's probably another area that you may want to prioritize up on your site. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely, I visited a couple churches as I've traveled and uh, one of them was really, really excellent. The announcer would come up and he'd say, let me tell you what's going to happen here today. And they just spelled it out. We're going to hang out here for about an hour. We're going to do some music. And then the pastor's going to do his thing. And, and your kids are doing this while you're doing this. And, and so they kind of hit all the hot point questions that people would be asking. And suddenly they, oh, now they just sit back and relax and can enjoy the experience. So a link on your website, we, we kind of bypass. I don't want to completely bypass we have it listed as responsive, but I would say everything that we just talked about is incredibly compounded uh, multiple times over on a mobile device. And most of our ministries are at about 60 to 70% mobile users primarily. So no longer on a, on a, so how do we deliver those? highly important button things in a mobile world. Right. I, I mean, the, the screen size is so much smaller that it forces the display to say, no, we're not going to, if I want to be able to read it and, and it's, <laughs> it's mobile responsive, it's going to force me to um, prioritize some things and make some other things either on another page or way down in the scroll. Right. Yeah. So, so even the, as we're talking there about, I'm new here. Uh, how important would that be to make that a button versus being buried in the menu? Because a button shows up when you look at a phone, yeah. a button shows up on the homepage. Uh, but getting to a menu on a mobile device can oftentimes be pretty hard and clumsy. And by the way, uh, you were talking about, uh, I'm new here, Steve, uh, you know, I, I interviewed Kenny Jong, who's a longtime friend of the show here. And, and he talked about a plan your next visit button. And which I think is kind of maybe very close to I'm new here. Right. Uh, and, and his whole point with the plan your next visit was, you can fill that out. And then there's a follow up that that your administrators, your pastors can do when people you know, do the plan your next visit follow-up or plan your next visit link, I guess, whatever you want to call it. So that's something to maybe consider. He, he's real big on that. He thinks every church should have a plan your next visit or plan. Your I next completely visit. agree. I think he's nailed that. Yeah. yeah. You guys. Oh, I, I completely agree too. I think it's kind of like, you know, I'm making reservations at a restaurant, so I'm going to be there. And he's going to take it even a little further in being able to address their, yeah. you know, says I'm coming and I've got a party of two adults and two kids. And if the church can get that inf information and then follow up, you know, they fill this thing out on Friday and, you know, Friday afternoon, they get an email saying, we're looking forward to your kids. Here's what's in store for your kids. Here's what's in store for you, the adults. You know, here's what to expect. That would just be, I mean, that's, that's moving this thing from a, a presentation kind of a site to an invitation kind of site. Yeah. Kind of Engaging here, you know? invitational and yeah. you're, yeah. you've gathered some of their information, but plus think in terms of wait, waiting in the queue to check your kids in. Yeah. 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 It, oh, and checking your kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's you just, get to skip that if you check in online. Right. So it's it's exceeding the expectations because that I mean oh, yeah. doing that you know how many churches are doing that, but that, that's something they'll be talking about. They're like, wow, you know, I went to the site, I got this I'm new thing, I clicked out the plan my next visit, and that afternoon they got an email saying, hey, here's what's going to happen, and you know this Sunday the kids are going through this, and uh, that would maybe be, a welcome video from the pastor or something. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean that's. That'll blow them away because that, that yeah, podcast was doing in that. December. So if people want to go to streamingchurch.tv and click on our info menu and there's a church solutions podcast link, you can look and listen or visit or view that podcast. It was in, I think, December is when I did that. So uh, if people want more information on that. Okay. So we're starting to run out of time here, I think. <laughs> I can't, I forgot when we started uh, because it was chaos here for the first uh, few minutes before we got going. But so, so, so to sum all this up, uh, Michael, sum all this up. So we, we want to, uh, we want to have a website that's responsive. We want to have a website that, uh, has the right things on it. Uh, primary focal point, I guess, is what you could call it. Live stream archives. Uh, am I, yeah. am I right on that? What I'm saying so far? Yeah, absolutely. You've, you've got, you know, a good website's going to get, you know, hopefully hundreds to thousands of visits uh, a month and you got people coming there and they have four or five questions that are very common that are on their mind that they care about. And so we've got to make those super easy, one click easy. Here's what our church look, look, looks like. Here's what our service is like. Here's what we have for your kids, service time, where we're located. Easy, easy to map, easy to easy to navigate, um, and then you know I'm new. So what do I do? Where do I park? What do I wear? All of those are on a secondary page, but you're addressing those questions uh, that people always have every time they come to your website as a guest. Yeah, absolutely. All right, good. So um, <laughs> I had the notes pulled up here for our webinar. Yep. And the goofy Google Docs is not allowing me to, to do this now. So nice. Um, yeah, I know. It's, oh, here cool. we go. So, so we're going to talk. I, I, this is part of what we're going to talk about in, in only about a half hour in our, in our webinar. It's, and the webinar is called Four Easy Steps to Leverage Your Live Stream for Ministry Growth. <laughs> so I want everybody Four to Four Easy Steps on How that. to Make a Title Really Long. Everybody needs to memorize that. So four easy steps to leverage your live stream for ministry growth. It's a free webinar that we're doing. By the time we tell you the title during the webinar, we'll be done. Uh, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about website stuff. We'll talk about streaming platform, uh, which is kind of our specialty. We'll talk about follow-up. We'll talk about next steps. And uh, it's something that you should sign up for. And you can do that if I can remember the link now. This will be, a, Steve will be amazed if I can remember this. It's, it's webinar.streamingchurch.tv. You got it. Yes, I got it. So you can sign up for webinar. Just go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv. Sign up for, for our webinar. March 15th is the date. So that's the 15th of March. The eyes of March, right? And that is a 12 p.m. Eastern daylight time. And uh, we think it's going to be good. It's going to be about a half hour long. We'll have the time for question and answer session as well. So 
um, we'll, we'll talk about more details. It'll be more colorful. Uh, we'll actually be organized. We hope. <laughs> Unlike today. Uh, all right. So, uh, and, and I want to remind people as well, speaking of information, uh, mychurchdaily.com. Check it out, mychurchdaily.com. If you want to be on Alexa devices, if you want to be on Echo, Amazon Echo devices, uh, you can be, you can have flash briefings. You can, you can be easily done. And uh, uh, you can do it for free for 14 days to try it out. And if you need more time, we'll probably help you. But uh, it's very reasonable to do it. It's a monthly subscription. Go to mychurchdaily.com. All right. The business is done. Anything else, guys, before we uh, wrap up this wonderful podcast? It's been the goofiest podcast I've done. We've done this for years. I mean, <laughs> literally 10 years or more. And it's like, we well, just had, nobody knows, but we, because we <laughs> we just had a bunch of chaos. All, all the goofy things were happening before you hit record. So uh, yeah. thankfully for that, I yeah. guess. Maybe, Maybe too we bad were. we didn't capture it. So we'd have yeah. the, an outtakes uh, broadcast. Yeah, we, should, we should do that. Yeah. Me talking about my hair. All right. So, uh, all right, good. Well, so Michael Gray, thank you very much. Always. And of course, Steve Lacey, always thankful for you and your input. Glad to be here. All right. And I'm Phil Thompson. And of course, most of all, we, we, we want to thank you for viewing as well as uh, listening to the Church Solutions Podcast. You should subscribe to us. Uh, never miss a podcast. And just subscribe uh, anywhere you get your podcast. Just look for Church Solutions Podcast. And you'll, you can subscribe and, and never miss a podcast. And you, you know, if you have trouble sleeping at night, you can play it before you go to bed. And, you know, all right, I'm being goofy here. Uh, please, folks, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. We'll see you again on another episode of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care.